once again greetings in Jesus name this is Kevin Williams from death postponed ministries the reason for the name is in 2019 Jesus Christ cured me from the deadliest cancer alive that of blood cancer he stopped my death he extended my life and now I live yet not I but Christ lives in me today for my personal meditation and the topic for discussion ancient principles from the Bible for today's problems I want to share with you that if he can cure blood cancer then Jesus Christ can cure the ills of the world Jesus Christ can turn your scars into stars Jesus Christ can take you from downstairs upstairs he can prevent a nosedive and give you a skydive I call upon you today to listen to my personal meditation my theme the character of Christ meets the character of man I say when Christ encounter you when Christ encounter me God remains unchanged but I become a changeable I was destined to death and die to sin and hell but my faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gave me a ticket to eternal life in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ my theme again the character of Christ meets the character of man man today are in need of Christ but remember Christ is not in need of man but God's loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believed on Jesus will not die but have eternal life Hebrews chapter 4 12 this is the foundation of death postponed ministries for the word of God is one alive and powerful two sharper than any double-edged sword three penetrating even to the dividing four of the soul and spirit five joints and marrow six it judges the thoughts seven and the attitudes of your heart so the word of God is a double-edged sword cutting through soul and spirit joints and marrow because God knows the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart and the attitudes of my heart complementary to this text Hebrews chapter 4 12 is 2nd Timothy 3 16 now listen to this this is a given this is established all scripture is one it is God breath and it is a useful for teaching be useful for rebuking useful for correcting and d useful for training in righteousness the word of God is a training manual when we study the word of God God's word is studying you it reveals the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart and that of mine we continue with our investigation on the scripture 
Psalm 121 verse 1 and call God the Holy Spirit to reveal divine revelations only known by God for our benefit. Listen to the status of our world today. In a world of global change comes the unchangeable character of Christ. Now this is a known fact. Man changes, but Christ remains the same. Remember the book of Numbers we find this text. God is not a man that he should lie. God cannot change his mind towards you and towards me. We are perishable. We are changeables. But Christ remains the same. Why? Jesus says God is spirit. So spirit cannot change in shape, form or substance. Jesus Christ is God. And as God, he is immutable and is unchangeable. Today for my meditation, once again, I recall my theme, the character of Christ that is unchangeable meets the character of man that is changeable. We are so busy with our serious ancient principles from the Bible for today's problem. We find an amazing promise from God as found in Psalm 119, verse 113. The unfolding of God's word gives light, so even the simple can understand. If you are willing to take time out to listen to my meditation and to study the word of God, God's word will be a light in your darkness, and it will be understandable for even you, as it is understandable for me. I invite you to listen to my meditation for spiritual refreshment. This is the objective of my word. It's a meditation for spiritual refreshment too and for mental stability in trying times, in sinking sand times. Thank God, God's word is stability in sinking sand. I'm going to review again our 13th word, the word my, for, as I said, for spiritual refreshment and for a mental stability in changing time, in a changing world. The world is preparing for something that hasn't been before. Things are, things have changed. But I want you to know that in the midst of change stands the unimmutable God, the unchangeable character of the person called Jesus. Remember, God took on humanity, came into your will and mine, not to condemn but to redeem, not to reject but to redeem, not to find guilt, but to take the guilt away from you and taking upon himself, he died in your place and he died in mine. He conquered both the grave, Satan, sin, and life itself. After 40 days, the Bible states clearly, and a few days back, we celebrated the ascendance of Jesus. Now, the ascension of Jesus represents that Christ was resurrected from the grave. And currently, now in the presence of God is a man, the God man Jesus. Why? That he can take those who are downstairs, upstairs, 
because he came from upstairs, downstairs, for your benefit and mine. So I'm going to reveal the number 13 for your spiritual refreshment and for your mental stability. Listen with me. Today, I can look at the word my as the 13th word in Psalm 121 verse 1. Point A, my admiration for the number 13. I fell in love with the number 13 because it is not a number with character of humanity, but it's the character of divinity revealed, the character of Jesus on display. One, as for Psalm 21 verse 1, the word my finds itself in the 13th position. Man meets God. And when man meets God, man cannot be the same. But God is unchangeable to continue changing lives for good. Two, the certain position represents God as divine benefactor. And man, the beneficiary or receiver of divine gifts. Three, listen to God as divine benefactor and his eternal love for us as per Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Now this is a well-known verse that people quote, but it has a new understanding. It reflects, it reveals, it displays God's eternal intention towards you and towards me. Listen to this, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans, divine benefactor, the number 13, Jesus Christ. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. This is, I have for you, represents the word my, the beneficiary of divine favor. Declares the Lord. Declares the Lord represent divine benefactor identified the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a sure future representing the divine benefits and divine intention of God reveal to all humanity. Not just here, there, but everywhere on the face of the earth. Every, every nation, every language, every tribe, every creed. Jesus Christ represents the eternality over land and sea. He's global, not just local. For I can confidently state after many weeks of the investigation of the word my as the 13th word. It represents the object of divine benefit. And secondly, man the receiver of God's unmerited favor in Jesus Christ. Five, in Judaism, the number 13 means the bonding of many into one, stating that this number bonds multiplicity into oneness. Six, this bringing many into oneness introduces 
our focus. I want you to reflect on the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 and the book of Colossians 3 verse 11. So this oneness that is bonding multiplicity into oneness represents the work of Jesus. Point A, Galatians chapter 3 28. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ. So in Christ, and because of the coming of Jesus, God pulls the Jew and the Gentile into him, and there is neither Jew nor Gentile. God calls the slave and the free into him. Therefore, there's neither slave nor free. All is one in Christ. There's no male nor female. We are all believers in the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For you are all one in Christ. Christ is the number 13. And it calls the multiplicity into him. B. Colossians 3 verse 11. Listen to this. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian or Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. The person of Jesus was a man. He dwelt in Jerusalem, in Galilee, and he, he changed lives for good. But at the ascension, this humanity was turned in a second, and he is the God-man in the presence of God. Now he is not just local, but global. He's not just in Jerusalem, but he's over the entire populace in the entire universe. He reigns as the center of the universe. I want to say again that man is not the center, but the God-man is the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Seven, the fact that the number 12 are all connected in the center is the number 13. God equals the number 13 and represents the oneness and the love of God. Look at the book of Corinthians chapter 13. It has 13 verses. It speaks about the love of God that was displayed in the person and because of the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point eight. The number 13 is another way to express the unity of God. Nine. The early Greeks mathematicians did not even consider one to be a number. Rather, listen to this. One was the unit and the source of all numbers. So Jesus Christ is the source of life. He's the source of love. He is the Prince of Peace. He is greater than your circumstances. He's greater than your sin. Remember, He died for your sin to call many into fellowship with Him. Point 10. As Psalm 21 reveals the source of oneness. It is linked to the title God the Father, who is the source of all things. Point B. 13, the number 13 represents the attributes of God or the attributes of mercy. 
Now the word attribute are being defined as the quality or feature regarding as a characteristic or inherent quality of someone. The word attribute comes from the Latin root word meaning to give or to bestow divine favor towards an undeserving recipient. Man was free and man rebelled against God. So let it be known that God did not God did not chase them out of Eden. They walked out of Eden because they chose to do their own thing. We are called not for independence but dependency on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we, while we were the enemies of God, God called peace and came as the Prince of Peace in the world. Not to condemn but redeem, not to reject but to receive, not to kill but to call us to life with the Father in Jesus. This divine favor given towards us while we were undeserving, refer again to Romans chapter 5 and 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were soul sinners, Christ died for us. So somebody turn the ball game somebody changed the scoreboard we were on our way to hell but jesus came conquered satan sin death and hell and life itself so that we may not go to hell but have a place heaven paid for by the person of the lord and savior jesus christ listen to this this is an amazing text underscoring un, uh, revealing the undeserving the undeserving love displayed towards you and towards me Romans chapter 5 and 6 for at just the right time while we were still powerless Christ died for the ungodly while we are powerless Christ died for the ungodly isn't that amazing? Romans chapter 5 and 6. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 34, 6 and verse 7. This text in the Hebrew scripture demonstrates and represents the 13th attributes of God's mercy towards you and towards me. It was displayed towards all ancient generations before, including the Old and the New Testament alike. The nations and people then receive the unchangeable attributes of mercy from God. The same unchangeable attributes, this divine character of Jesus is available for our generation and even beyond. I say man change, generation change, but God remains the same. Remember, the number 13 is the number of God's love revealed towards you and to me. Isn't that majestic? Remember the most loved Bible verse throughout the entire word. We were taught this in Sunday school, John 
Now here's the love of God displayed. For God so loved the world, you and me, that he gave his only begotten son, the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So whosoever believes on Jesus will not perish. It means we will not die. We will not, be, we will not perish. We will not go astray. But we are found in Christ. We have received eternal life. That's why Paul says, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Point C, I want to tabulate, I want to mention the 13 attributes of God in detail. Now we find the 13 attributes of God in Exodus chapter 34, 6 and 7. Now this verse represents God's eternal response to Prophet Moses during their mountain conversation. Now the number 13 in reality, calls for those downstairs to come upstairs. Remember, when Moses was in the tent, God called him to the highest tip of the mountain. So number 13 represents the elevation of our human consciousness. That we may have fellowship with God, and God will have fellowship with me. Listen to the 13 attributes of God's mercy in detail. As per Hebrews, as per the Hebrew language, Exodus 34, 6 and 7. I'm going to, I'm going to say the 13th attributes of God. I want you to document this. Apply it to your daily prayer life. Meditate on it and you cannot be the same. One, God has compassion before man sins. Two, God has compassion after man has sinned. Three, mighty in compassion to give all creatures according to their need. Four, God is merciful that mankind may not be distressed. Five, graces if mankind is already in distress. Six, God is slow to anger. Seven, God is plenteous in mercy. Eight, God is truth, meaning he is reliable and steady, faithful and trustworthy. Point nine, keeping mercy unto thousands. Point ten, forgiving iniquity. Point eleven, forgiving transgressions. Twelve, forgiving sin. Point number thirteen, and pardoning the sinner. Isn't this majestic? There are 13 attributes of God revealed in Scripture. Exodus chapter 34 verse 6. Let me go through the 13 attributes again. One, God has compassion before man sins. Two, God has compassion after man has sinned. Point three, mighty in compassion to give all creatures according to their need. Four, merciful that mankind may not be distressed. Five, gracious if mankind is already in distress. Six, God is slow to anger. Seven, God is plenteous in mercy. Eight, God is truth, 
meaning he is reliable and steady, faithful and trustworthy. Nine, keeping mercy unto thousands. Ten, forgiving iniquity. Eleven, forgiving transgressions. Twelve, forgiving sin. And number thirteen, and pardoning the sinner. To all my listeners, to my pastoral meditation, I pray that you would apply these 13 attributes of God for the next 13 days and meditate it and you will not remain the same. The 13 attributes of God's mercy towards you and towards me, irrespective of the situation that you are in at this moment. You can experience inner peace from God in Christ today. And this comes because of the person of God the Holy Spirit. Irrespective of what you experience. Or how sinful you may think you are today. It is not who and what we are. But it is who and what God is. Romans 10 verse 13. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I close my meditation with this Bible text defining the love of God as found in Romans chapter 4 verse 25 and John chapter 15 verse 13. Listen to this. He was delivered unto death for our transpasses and was raised to life for our justification. Listen to this. Jesus Christ was delivered to die in your place and in mine. For our sin and transgression and our trespasses. And was raised to life for our justification. John 15, 13. Greater love has no man than this. That a man may lay down his life for his friends. Jesus Christ is God and as God is love is known for you and is known for me. I want you to share it with, with others. And tell them about Jesus. This is Death Postpone Ministries with Dr. Kevin Williams. My theme, the character of God reveals and meets the character of man. This is the peace of the Lord I share with you. God bless until we meet again. Thank you.